Riders Radio Theater is on the air. It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Yodelay, yodelay, yay. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Two slim, the man of many hats, Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Every red and buckaroo There's a place around the fire for you With riders in the sky So come on and let's ride And now just back from the National Public Radio Conference in San Francisco with a Conestoga Lead of Awards Here are Riders in the Sky Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, and thank you, Texas Bixbender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Gosh, it was great to go out to San Francisco and win those two fabulous awards, and before I introduce us all to you, I'd like to take a minute to, uh, well, to tell you what the judges said when they, when they gave us these awards. Uh, they said it's a flawless production done with significant preparation and fluid execution and well, they went on to say that it's a Textual. stellar technical performance. I'm supposed to read that line there, aren't you, Doug? Well, I read, I read that part. No, under not. very difficult conditions. The effortless quality of the mix yeah, makes it difficult. That's my script. Wait. It is not. I, Texas, it's on page two. There's no there's script. There's some feedback there, I didn't have any script because I had to write this hey, out long. Where is, where where is my script? Texas Picks, where are you? Texas Picks, where are you? Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga. No, that's not right. Where are you anyway? Zeno, where's that happening? I don't, I don't think... Guys, we got to run over these before we do these shows. I don't know. Well, that's all the time we have for the introductions here at Riders Radio Theater. Wait Let's a minute, sing. I want to be introduced. I'm Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fitness. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have time for the introductions, yeah. thank you. That's two slam over there. That's Ranger Doug in the middle in case. Yeah. You and Joey. And Joey. And Joey. All right. Time to go south of the border to sing a song about my adobe hacienda. In my adobe hacienda, there's a touch of Mexico. Guitars make every evening seem so sweet in my adobe hacienda. 
hacienda Nestled in the western hills Evening breezes softly starts to fill the air in my adobe hacienda harmony is everywhere their life and love are Riders Radio Theater will return following this important commercial message. Hello, friends. Dr. B. Baxter Basil here, doctor of eclectic psychiatry, M-O-R-F-O-P-D-O-D, member National Geographic Society. And this is Mrs. Dr. B. Baxter Basil. Hello, friends. My, it's been a while since we last talked. I hope your smile is still Thank there. Thank you, Mama. Friends, if you're like me and Mama, you probably despise today's trendy Volvo-infested shopping malls. We hate them. We just can't abide in them at all. Thank you, Mama. It's just... Sit down, Mama. Me and Mama went to a mall once. Good night, piped in pipsqueak music, orange-headed giggle boys and girls everywhere in store after store. That sold not one item of earthly importance. What about Victoria's Secret, Dr. Basil? You like that? Sit down, Mama. Yes. Yes, we despise malls of every shape and size, but that was before Mammoth Marketing retained us to promote their exciting new store, the Geezeria, at the mall in Green Hills. Everything for the geezer. Come, enter the Geezeria with me and Mama. You'll be flabbergasted by the vast array of geezer necessities and enchanted by our courteous, experienced, efficient geezer salespeople. Oh, what do you want, you wild-eyed bullcat? No, no mealy-mouth, bow-tie-wearing, suspender-snapping sycophants here. He's a geezer, and he knows a geezer's needs. For starters, Junior, you need a fake beard. That peach fuzzle never fooled nobody. Here, put on this turned-up hat. And if you decide you need to take a break, why not just mosey out onto our French veranda and have a cup of connoisseur java? All right, what'll it be, old sidewinder? Uh, gee, I think I'll have a charming demitasse of Parisian, thank you. Yeah, well, coming up, monsieur. Hey, Zebediah, twist off a cup of Paris, Texas mud, and throw in a horseshoe. After your refreshing jolt of Jabba, you'll want to return to perusing our bins of greasy aprons, used ladles, and seasoned winter underwear. Oh, uh, sir, please excuse me. Well, uh, what do you want now, Bob? Well, uh, this winter underwear seems well uh, used. Uh, of course it is, you wavy-headed wimp. Bob, you gotta have it busted in by somebody to stiffen it up. Otherwise, it's all soft and cushy for Pete's sake. Oh, well, this pair has been broken in very good. No geezeria would be complete without a harmonica selection. And as an added bonus, we feature free music lessons with any purchase. Gosh, I'll take this harmonica here and you can teach me how to play Moon River. Not in your life. The only song a geezer needs to know is Polly Wally Doodle. And it goes like this. Don't delay. Visit us today, the Geezeria in the mall at Green Hills. We have everything for the geezer. By the way, for those of you who live too far out, we have a catalog for only $9.99, refundable on the first order. If you want to order one, here's how. Here's how to you too, Dr. Ah, sit down, Mama. Yep. You order your Geezeria catalog, have your Visa, Man, and Express, or MasterCard ready, and go. 1-900-GEEZERS, and this is not a toll-free call. And now, back to Riders Radio Theater, where it's time for the popular feature, 
the Buckhouse Mailbag. Thank you, Texas Fix Bender. Thank you. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I sure love some of our sponsors here. Well, Bunkhouse Mailbag is one of my favorite features. And too slim, what's yeah. in what's in the mailbag today? Uh, Ranger Doug, let me dig one out here in the Bunkhouse Mailbag today. Uh, today's T-shirt winner is a letter from Tim Wright out in Salem, Oregon. Hmm, great. Well, what does little Timmy have to say? He says, "Dear Riders in the Sky, I loved your recent 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 show in uh -huh. Seattle. The radio rope tricks are even better in person." Uh, please send info on Two Slims Mercantile and the Riders in the Sky International Fan Club. I especially like the classics of the West and would like to request a tune from Romantic Cowboy Hyperspace. Whoa. Nobody harmonizes like you. Now for the important questions. How do you describe your show? I am at a loss for words when friends ask what it's like. And are the stories about you in the supermarket tabloid The Star true? <laughs> Signed, a loyal buckaroo, Tim Wright, Salem, Oregon. P.S. I listen to you over KOPB in Portland. Thank you, Timmy. That's a very nice letter. And to answer your first, your last question first, yes, those stories in the star are true. <laughs> now, as how to describe Writer's Radio Theater to your friends, well, let me think. Uh, I guess I would tell them it features a tall, handsome, singing cowboy in Yodler who has two sidekicks, and he plays the guitar, wears a big white hat, gets into adventures, sings no, and no, writes beautiful no, songs no, Ranger, of the West. Ranger Doug, Poetic no, no, no you're steering him wrong. Uh, Riders Radio Theater is about this killer bass player. He's a, he's a wonderful guy. He, he plays <laughs> his face, and the comedy, he does all these voices. It's really, whoa, it's really great. Whoa, Slim, you don't have a clue. <laughs> i tell you what, Tim. See, this program is best described as a showcase for a, a jazzy Western fiddler. No, so. wait. Oh, sure, rope tricks are important. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's mostly a fiddler. Yep. Yeah, it, well, okay. We got some accordion player, too. Uh, right, okay, look, Texas Bix, you're the oh, objective shit. one here. Help us out. What is this show? How would you describe this show? I'm glad objective. you asked Ranger Doug. I'd call it a sterling example of how a premier announcer can energize the narrative and keep the flow wait going. A, a great wait, radio. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's, a, it's the face. It's not. It's the young it's, it's romantic songs of the West. Well, the sound effects are important, but no, no, it's the face, It's the fiddle. It's the fiddle. Fiddle. Well, Timmy, there you have it. I guess Riders Radio Theater is different things to different people. It may not be the easy way, but it's the cowboy way. Time for another song. Woody Paul to sing Boots and Saddles for us. My boots and saddles Let me ride the old bar X With my buddy Slim and Tex Give me my boots and saddles let me ramble along the prairie Let me see that general store Let me ride the range once more Give me my boots and saddles Got a hankerin' to me with a banjo on my knee 
Humming a pretty western tune There's a gal in Cherokee Waiting there for me Waiting beneath the Texas moon So take me back to my boots and saddles blazing more on the ranch where I was born give me my boots and saddle With a banjo on my knee Humming a pretty western tune There's a gal in Cherokee Waiting there for me Waiting beneath the Texas moon So take me back To my boots and saddle Let me greet each blazing morn On the ranch where I was born Give me my boots and Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WPLN Productions. This program is being taped live at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center in Nashville, Tennessee. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, the sensational concluding chapter of the exciting Western melodrama Singing Six Gun. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, Riders in the Sky were just north of Los Angeles starring in a singing cowboy movie when suddenly after six days of shooting, their director revealed to them that I have lost division. This was bad for Otto, but one man's loss of vision is a love-struck ranger's opportunity. Yes, the idol of American youth had developed quite a crush on his co-star, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, but unfortunately, Adrian had other plans. See you around, cowboys. I'm on my way to the Hollywood Bowl. <gasps> Adrian, you're going to Bowl Mania? Yeah, I'm holding up the round indicator cards. Wow. And only a few moments later, a big yellow taxi came and took her away. Needless to say, Ranger Doug was, well, crushed. Oh. Then suddenly, Woody Paul rushed up with big news. Boys, boys, Don King just called. He wants us to sing the national anthem at the Hollywood Bowl tonight for Bull Mania. Wow! Yes, things do have a way of working out around here. And the riders wasted no time in heading off for the Hollywood Bowl and... Bull Mania! Wrestling at its finest as the Schlitz Malt Liquor Bowl meets the Merrill Lynch Bowl in the Battle of the Big Horns. Refereed by Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the old Bidwell Movie Ranch, Side Meat was hiding, hiding on a hill overlooking the old reservoir, hoping to find out who was dumping toxic waste in it. Then, just before sundown, his vigilance paid off. 
Oh, I seen something move down there. It's Brill Cream and Carlisle. Brill Cream and Carlisle, as faithful listeners will no doubt recall, are in fact Slocum and Charlie. And they have a very big, very evil plan to sell Mr. Big's bottled water in Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, Charlie. Open up the water gate and let the toxic waste into the L.A. aqueduct. <laughs> it is a devious plan to be sure, but one that is quickly brought to poetic justice. That's a good flow, Charlie. <laughs> Hold it there. Yeah, I can't, boss. No, hold it there, the Charlie. It's stuck, boss. It's eating away the concrete oh, dam we're standing on. Come on, Get Charlie. We gotta run for it. Come on. As the saying goes, when your number's up, you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> Thus, only moments later, side meet contacts riders in the sky at the Hollywood Bowl via shortwave radio with good news and bad news. Okay. Side meet. Let me have the bad news first. Hey, that is bad news. What's the good news? Well, Slocum and Charlie was the first to go. That is good news. Okay, Sidemeat, we'll take it from here. And take it they do in episode 13, the thrilling conclusion of Singing Six Guns entitled James Watt Rides Again or The Yodel That Saved L.A. As our story begins, the writers have just gotten the dire news from Sidemeat. Woody, look, you studied theoretical plasma physics at MIT. Where does the L.A. aqueduct run after it passes the old Bidwell movie ranch? Gosh, let's see, Ranger Doug. Uh, it runs parallel to the Tehachapi Mountains, then it cuts through Phyllis Gorge, and runs then right through the L.A. National Forest, right into L.A. County. I thought as much. Gosh, if we could get to Phyllis Gorge, we could start a landslide and bottle up that toxic slime. Great idea, Slim. Come on, Ranger Duck, let's ride. Hold it, Slim. There's not enough time. He's right, Slim. I just did a quick calculation, and by the time we could get there, why, the pool at the Beverly Hilton would be a fire hazard. Really? Well, there you have it. L.A. is doomed. There's no time to warn everyone, but, gee, maybe we should call Gene and he could get the ball club out of town. Now, hold it there, Slim. Woody, Woody, would a number three yodel transmit its sufficient strength over the radio to start a landslide above Villas Gorge? Let's see, Ranger Doug, a number three, uh, calibrating the deviation of the broadcast spectrum and correlating it to the present barometric pressure and the specific yodel gravity of the geology in that region. I'd have to say, no. No? No, no un- unless... Yes? Unless the present sunspot activity... Uh, could contribute bifurcationally to the sleptectic moditionality, and then even then it would depend on the magnitude of the source function carrying the signal. <laughs> the what? Well, the number of radios playing. Oh. We'll have to try it. It's our only chance. Ranger Doug, I think you should go all the way on this one. Do the big number one, yo. No need for that, too, Slim. I think a number three will be more than adequate. Wouldn't you agree, Woody? Absolutely, Ranger Doug. Anything more powerful than a number three yodel uh, this close to the San Andreas Fault and the cure could be worse than the problem. I see what you mean. Okay. And Slim, how many listeners does Riders Radio Theater have in this area? Um, 12 million, Ranger Doug. Slim, how many listeners? 12,000. How many listeners? 12. Thank you very much. And how many radios, Woody, how many radios do we need to transmit over to pull this thing off? Just a second, Ranger Doug. Exactly 1.2 million radios playing at full volume and pointed towards Phyllis Gorge, Ranger Doug. I was afraid of that. So long, L.A. Happy trails. Bye-bye. It's doomed. But as bull mania rages in the background, faithful listeners are probably aware that the riders are forgetting a very important something. Boys, could we be forgetting a very important something? Mm, I don't think so, but let me see. Bull mania. Huh? Huh? Paper ear. What? Huh? Commercial radio. <gasps> That's it! Ranger 
Dr. Doug, did you hear Texas Bix? Of course I did, Woody Paul. Slim, yes. how many pay-per-ear listeners are there to this event? Well, the numbers were enormous, Ranger Doug. Counting Walkmans and car radios, I think it was exactly 1.2 million. I thought as much. Come on, boys, let's get to the mobile radio transmission trailer. Oh, hold it, Ranger Doug. There's only one microphone in this whole place that can handle the high frequency of a, of a number three yodel. What? Which one, one is it, Woody? Well, it's that one. That one? But that's the one in the center of the ring, smack dab in the middle of a hamburger hurricane. That's right, but that's the only one. The old-fashioned heavy-duty Atwater Kent microphone up there hanging dead center over the middle of that ring. That's the only microphone you can use, Ranger Doug. Somehow, I should have known. Ranger Doug, there's no way you can go in that ring. There's three tons of cracking, smashing, raging wild bulls in there. Good point, Slim. You and Woody better strip down to your red winter underwear. Great idea, Ranger Doug. Then we can jump in there and distract the bulls while you... Wait a minute, Ranger Doug. Look, I'm all for saving the world and, and even L.A., but, but there's got to be an easier way. Too slim. At a time like this, there's only one way. It's hardly ever the easy way, but it's the, the cowboy way. I see what you mean. Come on, Woody, you first. Uh, me, me first. Come on, Moments go. later, riders in the sky entered the raging bull mania ring. Ranger Doug resplendent in sparkling white cowboy regalia. Woody Paul and Two Slim boldly conspicuous in their red winter underwear. And it worked. The bull saw red underwear and went on a wild chase around the ring in pursuit of our two brave cowboys. This allowed Ranger Doug time to stride manfully to the center of the ring, reach up, pull down the sturdy old Atwater Kent microphone, and take command of the airwaves. Attention buckaroos and buckarettes. We interrupt this in program with an important message, an important following emergency broadcast. They're mooing you, Ranger Doug. Slim, not now, please. Folks, listen, this is Ranger Doug, idol of American youth, and I must have your cooperation or Los Angeles is doomed. There's no time to explain why, but everyone within the sound of my voice must immediately do three things. One, turn your radio to face Phyllis Gorge. Two, turn it up to full volume. And three, get under your bed and for God's sake, cover your ears. You have 10 seconds to do this. Ah, Ten. Ouch. Nine. Just give him five seconds. Eight. Ranger Doug, I just thought of something. What's that, Slim? Well, I know that the high frequency of a number three Yoda won't affect the Bulls, right. but what about the referee, Spots McKenzie? I see your point, Slim, but it's a small price to pay for a chance to save Southern California. <laughs> Tell that to Spots. I can't. There's no time now, and later he'll be unable to hear me. Six, five, wait, four, wait, I know. three, two, one. <laughs> Yes, it is a strange scene. Toxic waste, millions of frightened radio listeners hiding under their beds, a singing cowboy yodeling in the center of a bull wrestling ring. But far away on a craggy mountainside, high above Phyllis Gorge, the earth moves. At first, it's just a pebble bouncing down the precipice. But as the earth continues to vibrate, another joins it, and then another, and now a rock, and then a boulder, and soon it's a full-scale roaring landslide crashing towards the gorge below! Not one drop of toxic waste is allowed to enter the L.A. water system thanks to a yodel. Meanwhile, back at Bull Mania, the crowd and even the rampaging bulls are momentarily stunned by the yodel aftershock. Wow, Ranger Doug, did you hear Texas Bits? You did it! We did it, Tuesday. 
I couldn't have done it without you and Woody Paul. Sorry about Spuds. Oh, I, I think he's okay, Ranger Doug. Just before the yodel, I covered his head with a bucket. Ha! Let's see. Spuds, can you hear me? Spuds! Ha! He's okay! Yeah! Come on, boys. Let's get out of here. Those bulls are starting to come, too, and some of us are still in our red underwear. I see what you mean, Woody Paul. Let's get out of here. Oh, look, it's Adrian Barbeau, and she's coming this way. Oh, yes, sure is. Howdy, Miss Barbeau. Howdy, boys. Nice piece of yodeling, Ranger Doug. Gosh. Thanks, Miss Barbeau. Oh, call me Adrian. You know, it looks to me like whatever happens next will be in the epilogue, so what say you and me go get a little dinner at Shay J's, and you tell me more about that yodel of yours. Gosh. I'd love to, Miss... Miss Adrian. Well, have a good time. Bye, guys. Gosh, we'll see you in the... Epilogue, Ranger Doug. Wow. <laughs> and so another happy ending on Riders Radio Theater. Los Angeles was saved, love requited, and oh yes, the toxic waste in Phyllis Gorge, Phyllis Gorge were cleaned up by a crack team of environmental experts from Exxon. Wait, Texas Bits, Texas Bits, what about Bull Mania? What about it? Who won? Well, Slim, no one cares. I... <laughs> Tell me that. I care. Who won? Okay, it ended in a draw. A draw? How can you have a draw? You got two judges and a referee. Well, it would have been a split decision, but someone put a bucket over the referee's head and he recused himself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, recuse me. (laughs) You're recused. (laughs) Even though this was the final episode of this serial, we realize there are still unresolved plot lines. All I can say to that is that things have a way of working out around here. In the meantime, be sure and tune in next week when we present the first installment of a brand new serial... Curse of the Lost Gold Script. The first episode is entitled The Epilogue. Coming next week to this Theater of the Mind. And now, here again are America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, with Joey the Cowboy the King. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckaroos. We'd like to remind each and every one of you to tell 30 or 40 of your closest friends to tune into the same station, same time, next week for another thrilling episode of Riders Radio Theater. Now, speaking for Two Slim. Speak for me, Ranger speak Duck. Speak for me, too, Ranger Duck. Speaking for Woody Paul, Joey the Cow Polka King, Texas Bix, and Big Zeno, why it's time for us to saddle up and hit the trail for now. Till we meet again, saddle pals, from all of us to all of you. So long, saddle pals. So good to see you. Farewell, saddle pals. We really hate to leave you, but the doggies are alone. Roundup time is nigh. A prairie moon is calling from a starry western sky. So farewell. A handwritten transcript of future Riders Radio Theater shows. Please get a pencil and paper. Sit by your radio and ride as fast as you can. The resemblance of any characters portrayed in this show to any living person or fictional character is merely a remarkable coincidence. This is especially true in the case of Adrian Barbeau, who was played by Mary Chapin Carpenter. So long, Saddlepals.
Riders Radio Theater is on the air. Tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Oh, 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 oh. 